Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com Hey everybody, it's 8.08 in the morning on Thursday, and uh, it's the 12th, evidently on the, the 9th, uh, Illinois released something about how they're going to score ties. This was something that I actually discussed when I was presenting at UIC over the weekend about how ties may or may not turn out. And I'm not sure if this was published on the 9th or just came out on the 9th because I go to that website all the time. I was just going over there again to review the principal officer form. I'm just going to go ahead and add this. Okay, and blow myself up a little bit. Uh, this, this came out today. This address right there is in the back, I'm sorry, in the, in the description section. And so uh, this is the IDPFR has now issued this press release from uh, December the 9th about how they're going to address the issue of ties. You know, the issue of ties is going to be really, really important because you get 2,000 applications together, a lot of them are going to come in. And then think about the 47th license for the Chicagoland uh, BLS region. That's, that might be a 100-way tie. And so they've introduced the methodology that they're going to be using to uh, take care of these ties. Uh, the thing that they're going to be doing, lottery, and they go into it. So, I mean, you have to kind of drill a little bit because like, I'm not sure if they just actually put that out. It's one of those links that opens in a new tab. So uh, this, I don't remember that being there yesterday. And I check, like I said, all the time. And so, uh, and then uh, this press release really doesn't do anything. You still have to and click to here. And then you get this. And so they've actually issued some emergency rules. This is interesting. Usually in the rulemaking process, we go over this on the show. Make sure that you tune in on Wednesdays at 2. And then on Sundays, we have our activist hour. So uh, make sure you subscribe and also like this channel for these types of pieces of information. So um, now I can go ahead and blow this up more. We can actually kind of dig into it so you can understand uh, why you may not want to do what I was doing this morning. You know, I, I like to wake up and then get to work. Uh, typically right out of bed and then straight to work. You can't see the contraption that I'm working on, but it's a very large monitor. Anyway, uh, I was filling out my principal officer forms because one of the things that's out there in these applications is you know your principal officers act as chips when you only need 51% of them to be able to get the full 30 binary points because they have the sufficient knowledge and experience provided they put that into your um, you know your anonymous principal officer statement of three pages or less. And here I am filling out my principal officer form, and then it says list all other um, uh, um, uh, 
list all other dispensaries that you will be associated with. And so I'm like, all right, well, how many am I on? And then I'm starting to put them all in. And then I uh, wanted to review the rules to see uh, that. And so I go to the, the IDPFR's website to you know, just go over the rules again, because you always like to double check. That's why we have these things. And boom, this, this new thing is there. And it now gives me uh, some paucity. I'm not sure if that's the correct word, but pause definitely is, uh, of being on uh, several applications as like a principal officer, as a compliance officer or something to help shore up any um, uh, limitations that might be there. For example, what if your uh, social equity talent is a retired teacher? Unfortunately, when you look at you know uh, uh, the experience portion, the knowledge and experience portion, it doesn't say anything about being a teacher. It always talks about business. Uh, and you know, trying to shore up uh, various applications with your knowledge and experience is great, but then because of these new rules, and let's go ahead and blow them up uh, and zoom on in, uh, these new rules talk about uh, this is an emergency amendment and it shall expire. This is a stopgap solution. Stopgap solution. And, um, uh, well, I guess it's not really actually. Oh, good. Good. I'm off. Okay, I'm back. Anyway. So the reason for these emergency rules is because people are going to have a conniption when there is a whole bunch of ties, and they know there's going to be a lot of ties. And so if you have any questions, please contact Craig Sally. I'm totally botching that name. C-E-L-L-I-N-I. It's like a very small cell phone. It's Selly. And um, <clears throat> so they have the regulations that start down here, and then they start doing some legal terms of art, which are just all over this Cannabis Tax and Regulation Act. And they issue some new uh, legal terms of art. Let's see. They have by lot means a randomized method of choosing between two or more eligible applicants. And then the other uh, very, very important um, uh, new uh, legal term of art is an eligible applicant. That means an applicant tied. I'm sorry. It means a tied applicant that is eligible to participate in the process by which a remaining available license is distributed by lot lot, of course, lottery, and then they go license. And then they talk about the principal officer. And so they're going to like uh, cross out eligible applicants if there is overlap of principal officers. Uh, wonderful if you are trying to uh, have diversity in the ownership, but terrible if you are on various applications trying to play the, uh, the numbers games to your um, benefit. So if you're planning on being on a whole bunch of applications out there, watch out because it may prevent you from becoming an eligible applicant. And we'll just kind of dive back into it. And of course, I'll just appear right there because it doesn't really unzoom the words. I'll just zoom in the words a little bit more. Not that you guys are all reading this. You're going to go into the description section and click on the link or go to the IDPFR's website and start reading it for yourself. And <clears throat> A tied applicant, so it's this this emergency section 1291.50, the tied applicant. The tied applicant may qualify as an ed eligible applicant subject to the following. And then, uh, number one, a tied applicant is prohibited from being or becoming an eligible applicant if a principal officer of the tied applicant is a principal officer of more tied applicants than the number of remaining licenses available. For example, if an individual is a principal officer of four tied applicants and there are two remaining available licenses, no more than two of those tied applicants may become eligible applicants. Ugh. So if you are a principal officer and you're, you've tied, uh, you might be the disqualifying factor, which kind of stinks. Uh, point two, a tied applicant is prohibited be from becoming an eligible applicant if 
a principal officer of a tied element at tied applicant resigns after the conclusion of the scoring process. So if you try to help your team out, you still disqualify your team. Uh, number three, a tied applicant is prohibited from becoming an eligible applicant if after the conclusion of the declination period identified in subsection B, uh, there must be a declination period up there. Uh, the principal officer of the applicant is a principal officer of more tied applicants than the number of remaining available licenses. So uh, if you are trying to get a license and you're unlucky enough to come in and with, with your teams into a tie, you could just disqualify all of them, which eh, how many, maybe I should only be on one application per BLS region, but then with 47 on a line, just one, come on. A tied applicant may decline to become an eligible applicant. Oh, there's the declination subsection B. Uh, by informing the department within five business days of the conclusion, that, that why would anybody who's tied that's worked this hard to get a cannabis license say, nah, just keep the money? I don't know. So now they're going to get into the lots. So they're going to publish these eligible applicants at least five days before the remaining available licenses are distributed. And then drawing by lot for all remaining available licenses will occur on the same day. Uh, for each BLS region, the department will draw a number of eligible applicants equal to five times the number of remaining ap eligible applicants. I guess that's in case some people decline. Uh, number four, within each BLS region, the first eligible applicant drawn will have the first right to a remaining available, uh, uh, available license. The second eligible applicant drawn will have the second right to a remaining available license. The same pattern will continue for each subsequent applicant drawn. Uh, process for distributing remaining available licenses will be recorded in a format at its discretion. Upon being selected, the eligible applicant has a principal officer that is a principal officer and more than 10 early approvals, blah, blah, blah. The licensee and the eligible applicant listing for principal officer must choose which license to abandon. They do discuss that in the statute. And uh, they do go and provide an example, I thought, with scoring. Here it is. So if you look at the bottom of page two, oh, now that's out. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Comcast, I pay for this internet. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to maintain a simple YouTube channel here. Is this 2020 yet? I mean, come on. Let's, let's go, Comcast. Anyway, so let's go to the, uh, the example they give at the bottom of page two. Uh, remaining available licenses means a license in a BLS region that has not been awarded by the Department of Inclusion. There may be more than one remaining license in the BLS regions. For example, if four licenses are available in a BLS region and the five highest scoring applicants receive scores of 245, 240, 235, 235, 235, uh, the applicants receiving 245 and 240 uh, points will be awarded licenses, and the three applicants receiving 235 may become eligible applicants. Likewise, if one license is available in a BLS region and there are five applicants with the highest score, all five may become eligible applicants. Hmm. So what does that necessarily mean? Well, uh, I'm going to say what that means is, you know, you have a tie. Let's say you're a, a billionaire and you've bought the best freaking application you can and you go for all 10 licenses in the Chicagoland BLS region and you come in first through 10th. Uh, you don't, actually, because now you came in first, and then uh, the, the remaining ties right there might actually have to go into this um, this lottery system. Or what if there's five perfect scores in the Chicagoland area, 
and the, each one of those applications requested 10 licenses. So then you would have, uh, you know, they, in theory, I'm not sure if any of them would be awarded or they would all be awarded through license. And this kind of addresses the, uh, the problem of very large companies coming in and trying to buy up all the licenses uh, I, uh, because they're going to tie. Now, we don't necessarily know how many people are going to get a perfect score because there's just not that many unicorns out there. And by that, I mean social equity veterans that can take the 51%. Those are, those are hard to come by. They're out there, but you know, that's why they call them unicorns. Anyway, uh, I wanted you guys to be aware that there is this new information, these emergency rules regarding what's going to happen in ties uh, so that you'd know it and, you know, have a great, great Thursday. This is going to update my presentation to the Illinois State Bar Association today at one. Okay, I just want, wanted you guys to know that. So um, I'm going to now get back to work. I have to help somebody on their security plan so we can get that done. Uh, don't forget to tune in. I'm not sure if we have a guest on Wednesday, Sunday. I'm really not. It's it's just been a grind. But I'll see you next week.